شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Can you all hear me? Okay, insha'Allah ta'ala, we're going to start bi-idhnillahi al-kareem. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, lahu alhamdul hasan, wa thanau al-jameel, wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah, wa ahdahu la sharika lah, yaqulu al-haqqa, wa huwa yahdi al-sabeel, wa ashadu anna sayyidina wa nabiyyana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh, sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa tabi'ina lahum bihsanin ila yawmi al-deen amma ba'd. There isn't going to be a video today, it's just going to be audio because the internet is not that strong. So just use audio in the Kareem. Today my daughter's going to read, inshallah ta'ala, my seven-year-old daughter. So here I will follow the Tafadbal Mashkura Majhura. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إذ قال يوسف لأبيه يا أبت إني رأيت أحد عشرة كتبا والشمس والقمر رأيتهم ساجدين قال يا بني لا تقصص رؤياك على إخوتك فيكيدوا لك كيدا إن الشيطان للإنسان عدو مبين وكذلك يجتبيك ربك ويعلمك من تأويل الأحاديث ويتم نعمته عليك وعلى آل يعقوب كما على أبويك من قبل إبراهيم وإسحاق إن ربي عليم حكيم إن ربك عليم حكيم لقد كان في يوسف وإخوته آية للسائلين آية إذا ماذا قراءة لكن جزء قراءة حفص إذ آيات للسائلين لقد كان في يوسف وإخوته آيات للسائلين إذ قالوا ليوسف وأخوه أحب إلى أبينا منا ونحن عصبة إن أبانا لفي ضلال مبين اقتلوا يوسف او اطرحوه ارضا يخل لكم وجه ابيكم وتكونوا من بعدي قوما صالحين قال قائل منهم لا تقتلوا يوسف والقوه في غيابه الجب واو وألقوه في غيابة الجب يلتقطه بعد السيارة إن كنتم فاعلين قالوا يا أبانا كما لك لا تأمنا على يوسف وإنا له لناصحون أوصله معنا غدا يرتع ويلعب وإنا له لحافظون قال 
يحزنني أن تذهبوا به وأخاف أن يأكله الذئب وأنتم عنه غافلون قالوا لئن أكله الذئب ونحن عصبة إنا إذا لخاسرون فلما ذهبوا به وأجمعوا أن يجعلوه في غيابة الجب وأوحينا إليه لتنبئنهم بأمهم هذا وهم لا يشعرون الله سبحانه وتعالى يسأل إذ قال يوسف إذ قال يوسف لأبيه هي إئنينز اذكر remember محمد يا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم remember what and remind your people what لقومك the time when يوسف said to his father يعقوب بن إبراهيم بن يعقوب بن إسحاق بن إبراهيم عليهم السلام that time remind your people when he said to him إني رأيت أحد عشر كوكبا when he said this to him so yusuf spoke to his father and allah tabaraka wa ta'ala is telling our prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam here by using this word id id here means udhkur say to remind mention to o muhammad liqaumika your people what hina qala yusuf when yusuf said li abihi to his father and his father was who Ya'qub ibn Ishaq ibn Ibrahim alayhim as-salam. So Yusuf is a prophet. Ya'qub is also a prophet. Ishaq is also a prophet. Ibrahim is also a prophet. When he said to him, Ya abati my father, inni ra'aytu ahada ashara kawkaba. Our prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith, al-imam al-Bukhari narrated on the authority of Abdullah ibn Umar. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Al-Kareem ibn al-Kareem, ibn al-Kareem, ibn al-Kareem, Yusuf ibn Ya'qub ibn Ishaq ibn ibn Ibrahim alayhim as-salam. He is a Kareem, Yusuf. His father is a Kareem, which is Ya'qub. His granddad is a Kareem, Ishaq, and his great-granddad is a Kareem, Ibrahim alayhim as-salam. Our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a hadith al-Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim both narrated on the authority of Abu Huraira that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked ayyu nasi akramu who is the most honorable of people قال the Prophet he said akramuhum indallahi atqahum the best of people are the one who is pious the best person is the most pious one قالوا ليس عن هذا نسألك. We are not asking you about this. That's what the Sahaba said to the Prophet. Ya Rasulullah, we're not asking you about that. We're asking you about a particular individual. And then the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, فَأَكْرَمُ النَّاسِ The most honorable of people is Yusuf, Nabiullah, Yusuf. He is the Prophet of Allah. Ibnu Nabiullah. And he's from the, he's the son of the Prophet of Allah. Who is also what? Ibn Nabiullah, who is also son of a prophet, which is Ishaq. Ibn Khalilullah, Ibn Khalilullah, who is the son of 
Khalilillahi Ibrahim alayhi salam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi salam, he then said, when he said that the Sahabas, they said, qalu laysa an hadha nas'aluk. That's not what we're asking you about. Qalad the Prophet, he then said, fa'an ma'adin al-Arabi tas'aluni. What is it that you guys are really asking me for? Qalu na'am. From the Arabs. He said, faqiyarukum fil jahiliyyati khiyarukum fil islami ila faqiyu. The best amongst you is the one who was good when he was in a state of jahiliyyah. But when he took Islam, he, he was good before Islam. He was a good person. And then when he came into Islam, he learned about the deen. He gained fiqh. That's the best of people. So anyways, the point I want to take from this hadith is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Akramun nasi yusufu nabiyullahi. Who is what? Ibn Nabiyillah, Ibn Nabiyillah, Ibn Khalilillah. So his name is Yusuf, Ibn Yaqub, Ibn Ishaq, Ibn Ibrahim, alayhim salam And the story of this Prophet is a great story and it starts from here. Ya Abati, Abu Ja'far, one of the Qurra, he doesn't recite it as Ya Abati, he reads it as Ya Abata. By placing a Fatha on the Ta. The remaining scholars, the remaining Qurra, they recite it as Ya Abati, they recite it like that. Which is originally taken from what? Ya Abi, my father. The Ya was removed from Ya Abi, the Ya was removed. Okay? And the place was substituted with a Ta. And then a Kasra was placed on the Ta. Okay? And the Fatha was placed on the Ba. Inni ra'aytu, I saw. Here, the seeing can be two things, brothers and sisters. The word ra'a can mean a bil basari. You see something with your eyes. The Arabs use it like that. Inni ra'aytu, I saw with my eyes. That's what it can mean sometimes. But here, it doesn't mean that. Here, it means I saw in my dream. A fil manam. I saw in my dream. It's like, it's like the one in Surah Al-Safat. Where Allah Tabarakhu Ta'ala said, Inni ara fil manami anni azbahuka fandur mada tara. Inni ara. I see fil manami in my dream. Then the word ra'aytu can mean with your eyes and it can also mean with in a dream. It can mean, it can mean more, any, 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 any one of those. It can mean any of those. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma he said, Kanatil ru'ya al anbiya. The dreams of the prophets are wahyan, a revelation. Abdul Ibn Abbas said that. And Imam Ibn Jarir Tabari mentions it in his tafsir. So the dreams that the prophets see is it's actually a revelation. So when uh, Ibrahim said to his son Ismail, It's not like our dream when we see something and we don't act upon it. But the prophets, when they see their dreams, they act upon it because it's a wahyan. As Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhumah mentioned. Also, a ru'ya as-saliha, a good dream, is also a portion, it's a portion of min sittatin wa arba'ina juz'ah, 46 portions of prophecy, it's a portion of it. Or it's a juz'ah min al-nubu, or a portion of prophecy. Okay? As the Prophet said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we're going to touch on that soon, bi'idhnillah al-kareem. What is it that he said, Ya Abati, inni ra'aytu that I saw? I saw ahad ashara kawkaba wa shamsa wal qamara ra'aytum li sajideen. He said, I saw 
رأيت أحد عشر كوكبا I saw أحد عشر كوكبا نبي الله يعقوب who is the father who Yusuf is telling the dream to Yusuf saw the dream he's telling it to his father that's why he said يا أبتي my father يعني يعقوب his father straight away knew the interpretation of the dream and he knew that the dream meant that the 11 are his brothers and the sun is his mother and the moon is him Ya'qub. and that this is going to happen in the future that they are all going to be forced to humble themselves for who for nabila yusuf and that they are going to prostrate for him in honoring him in respect of him in greeting him and that this will be an indication that allah ta'ala he chose yusuf at that time and that allah ta'ala has bestowed great blessing onto yusuf so yaqub from all of that he sensed that he sensed all of that that allah ta'ala is going to choose nabila yusuf and he's going to bestow upon him blessings and that blessing is going to be uh, knowledge and uh, righteous deeds and that Allah is going to ground him on this earth okay and that this blessing is not going to be restricted to him alone Yusuf but it's also going to encompass his brothers and also his father okay but Yusuf is going to be chosen is going to have a high place and that interpretation happened that Yaqub straight away thought it happened at the ending of the surah as we're going to see in ayah 100 we're going to see that at the end inshallah that that dream did take place now i want to mention a very important matter brothers and sisters and i think it's vital that i mention this point because um, even though my aim was to make this a, a very basic, simple explanation that every one of us, inshallah, can understand this tafsir, but there are some places that I have to go in great details and I have to speak about a few important matters, inshallah. Here, I want to speak about a very important issue, which is how do you distinguish between the prostration, which is a ibadah, and the prostration which is a tahiyya, a greeting. There's a prostration, because the scholars, when they speak about Yusuf here, they mention that this uh, sajda is sajda to tahiyya. It's a sajda of greeting, but it's not sajda to ta'abud. It's not sajda to ta'abud, meaning a sajda of prostration, uh, sorry, servitude. So here, the, why is it so important to distinguish one from the other? Because one, if you do it, it eradicates your Islam and, and fully nullifies your Islam and you are no longer considered a Muslim. Okay? And the second one is, you are, you're doing something that's fine. Okay? So if inshallah ta'ala can write this down, the tafriq, the difference between bayna sujoodi tahiyya wa sujoodi al-ibadah. How to really distinguish one from the other? The first situation is as sujudu li makhluqin la tuwajjahu ilayhi 
The prostration is not done to certain types of creation. There are certain types of creation that no one prostrates to them at all. And it only then becomes a sujudul ibadah because it's never done by way of ta'iyah. If it's done, it's only done by ibadah. For example, as sujudul shamsi wal qamar wal kawakib wal nar wal hajar wal shajar wa ghayriha. All of those, the prostration for those, the sun, the moon, the stars, the fire, the stones, the trees, the prostration for all of those are never tahiyyah. They are never sujudu tahiyyah. Does that make sense? They are never uh, sujudu tahiyyah. Okay, does everyone understand that point? The second way, does everybody understand that first point? Is that first point crystal clear? The second, inshallah, is the second way to distinguish between sujudu tahiyyah and sujudu ibadah. The second way to distinguish between it is that an yakuna sujudu li shay'in ma'rufin bi ibadatil mushrikeen lahu. This thing that you're prostrating to, it's well known. It's well known that the mushrikeen prostrate to it. For example, prostration to Buddha, prostration to Buddha, or prostration to a cross. Okay, this is known that the mushrikeen prostrate for it. If you do it, it will never be sujudul tahiyyah. It is only sujudul ibadah. And that's when Al-Imam Al-Qadi Iyad, he said that, The third way, inshallah ta'ala, to distinguish between sujood al-tahiyya and sujood al-ibadah, these are qara'in to distinguish between it, is an yakuna sujood that the prostration is done what? Bihalatin fihi takhashru'un. The person is doing it in a state of humility. Watabattulun, wabtihalun, وطولٌ وغيرهما من المعاني. The person is prostrating in a state of humiliating themselves and putting themselves down. Okay, which is not normally done for when you're greeting a person. And this is an indication على غلبة معنى التعبد على الساجدي that the person is prostrating, prostrating here, what has truly overcome them is عبوديه. And that is not a tahiyyah. The fourth one is the fourth one is the person who is prostrating believes in the thing that they're prostrating to they believe in a 
يعني a belief of rububiyya in this thing that they're prostrating to istiqlalan or ta'thiran whether it be independently or whether they've been given it so for example this person is prostrating for someone and they believe that this thing can create whether they believe it can independently create or it is with support from Allah it doesn't matter okay so it's someone prostrating for something and that thing that they're prostrating for they're giving them ma'ana and we all know what ma'ana means right yani it means al-khalq wal-rizq wal-tadbir any of those are ma'ana the meanings of rububiyah right okay if a person prostrates to something and they believe that there is in this thing any of the meanings that we know in rububiyah whether it be istiqlalan, independent, or or whether Allah gave it to them, it doesn't matter. This is also called sujudul ibadah, where the person will leave the folder of Islam. Okay? So, and the last and final one is that the person is intending for this thing that they are prostrating to they intend towards it a ibadah so he says yeah I'm, yeah of course i'm doing ibadah for them why not what's the problem he's saying that he will also leave the folder of islam okay so those are the those are what we would say it is uh evidences على التفريق بين السجود التحية والسجود العبادة، okay؟ and that's why the early nations, the early nations they were allowed to prostrate، as you can see here at the ending of the surah ورفع أبويه على العرش وخروا له سجدا، they fell into prostration for نبي الله يوسف، and this sujud is not sujud العبادة، rather it is sujud التحية، السجود التحية. Which we mentioned the difference between the two, inshallah. I don't want to go too much into, into that because that is an important topic and it requires another place and another time. Okay. Then Allah wa ta'ala he mentions, ya bunayya, my son, la Don't tell Ya Bunayya, here is a nidahun bisirati tasgir. Bunayya is a tasgheer of a what? Bani. I'm a ibni. I'm a baniya. It's a what? It is a tasgheer. My young, small boy. So Yusuf was very young at this time. And he's, Yaqub is doing this out of shafaqa, out of love. And يعني, how much he means to him. That's why he says, Ya Bunayya. So that's why he did the nida bisirat al-tasghir. La taqussus ru'yaka. La taqussus. Here means La taqussa ru'yaka ala ikhwatika. Don't tell your brothers about your dream. Wala tukhbirhum biha. Don't inform them of it. And the reason why Ya'qub prohibited his son Yusuf from telling the dream to his brothers is because this dream actually shows that Yusuf alayhi salam has a sha'nun azim. Sha'nun eh? 
Azim that Yusuf has a big station. This, this dream is not an ordinary dream. This dream is a dream that is making Yusuf uh, something unique, something high. Okay? And that Allah is going to give him what? Sayyahabuhullahu manzilatan rafi'a. Allah is going to give him a high position. And that this will place in the heart of his brothers hasad, jealousy. Because the qa'ida is brothers and sisters. Everybody who has blessings and is gifted and Allah bestows his mercy and his kindness and his virtue onto, he always has people who are jealous of him, who want to destroy him. As the poet said, Hasadul Fata they have jealousy in their hearts and people and they can't see this person go up and flirt and get at a high place so they have jealousy in their heart ولذلك ابن كثير he said يقول تعالى مخبرا عن قول يعقوب لابنه يوسف حين قص عليه ما رأى من هذه الرؤيا التي يعبرها خضوع إخوته له وتعظيمهم إياه تعظيما زائدا بحيث يخرون له ساجدين إجلالا وإكراما واحتراما فخشي يعقوب عليه السلام يعقوب became scared أن يحدث بهذا الملام أحد من إخوته فيحسدوه فيحسدوه that this will place in the hearts of his brothers حسد على ذلك فيبغوا له الغوائل حسدا منهم له and then they start a plot and they plan against him ولهذا قال له and that's why he said to him لا تقصص رؤياك don't tell your dream to your brothers على إخوتك what are they going to do فيكيدوا لك كيدا what does it mean فيكيدوا لك كيدا فيكيدوا لك كيدا means يحتالوا لك حيلة they're going to plan Ibn Kathir says Rahimahullah that they're, what they're, they're going to do is they're going to plan against you al, the word Al-Qaid it means Al-Makru Al-Khafiyah it is when somebody plans against you in the dark يعني they plan against you in the dark so what he's saying is that they are going to plan and plot against you Okay, فَيَكِيدُوا They were planning against you لَكَ كَيْدًا كَيْدًا هِيَ زِمَفْعُولُ مُطْلَقَ Which we all know and we study مُؤَكِدٌ لِفِعْلِهِ Is emphasizing on the verb, verb which is فَيَكِيدُوا And كَيْدًا That تَنْوِين in there Is لِلتَّعْظِيمِ وَالتَّهْوِينِ It's actually That تَنْوِين is very powerful That you understand what it means Brothers and sisters Which is They are going to plan against you And they're going to plot against you A plotting That's what it means Kaidan, here is the tanween here is actually litta'zim, glorifying and magnifying the planning and the plotting that your brothers are going to be doing against you. In other words, what Allah is saying here is fayakidu That's what they're going to do. Now, brothers and sisters, that's why in the Sunnah of our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he informed us in a hadith, hadith Jabir radiallahu taala anhu. Um Salama also narrated it 
Abu Qatada also narrated it. And Imam Muslim narrated the hadith of Jabir. Um Salam is one you can find it by Imam Nasa'i. Abu Qatada's narration that you can find in Ahmad's Musnad that the Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if one of you sees what he loves in his dream, you dreamt and you saw something and you like what you saw. Tell the people about it. But if you see something you dislike, the person should turn towards go towards your other side. And blow on your left side. Three and three times. Seek help and refuge from Allah. From the evil thing that you have seen. And don't tell anyone about it. It won't harm you. In another hadith, Imam Ahmad narrated, and Asma'ad Ashab Sunan also narrated it. In hadith Mu'awiyah ibn Haydar al-Qushayri, that he said, Qala Rasulullah, the messenger said, Ar-ru'a ala rijli ta'irin. The Prophet said that the dream is connected to the leg of a, of a bird. Ma'lam tu'abbar, as long as it's not interpreted. فَإِذَا عُبِّرَتْ If the dream is interpreted, وَقَعَتْ It will happen. Ibn Kathir, look what he said after that. He said, وَمِنْ هَذَا And from that, يُؤْخَذُ What we take from it is الْأَمْرُ بِكِتْمَانِ النِّعْمَةِ That you conceal the blessings. حَتَّى تُوْجَدَ وَتَظْهَرَ Until it happens and it takes place. If Allah has given you a blessing, and Allah has bestowed upon you all good, okay, hide it. كَمَا وَرَدَ فِي حَدِيثِ As it's been narrated in the hadith إِسْتَعِينُ عَلَى قَضَاءِ الْحَوَائِجِ بِكِتْمَانِهَا فَإِنَّ كُلَّ ذِي نِعْمَةٍ مَحْسُودٌ Ibn Kathir brings the hadith that Al-Uqayli narrated Ibn Adi also narrated Abu Nuaym narrated it Some scholars weakened it but the meaning is right إِسْتَعِينُ عَلَى قَضَاءِ الْحَوَائِجِ يعني speak help in doing what you want to do by hiding the blessings. Everyone who has a blessing is what? Mahsudun. Everybody who is يعني, who has a blessing, there are people out there who don't want that blessing to be for you. They want it to go. They want you to lose that blessing. So brothers and sisters, don't tell your blessings to the people and always share it with the people because what is out there and what the people have are hasad. 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 That's what the people have here. Okay, brothers and sisters, be very careful with, with that. Verily, shaitan is a what? Shaitan is a clear enemy of the humans. Shaitan is your enemy. This is called ta'lilun Allah is explaining to us why he prohibited from telling the dream of Yusuf to his brothers. Yusuf telling his dreams to his what? Telling his dream to his brothers. Allah says, Inna shaytana, verily shaytan, is a what? Lil insani, to the humans. Aduwun, an enemy. Bayyinul adawa. Mubinul here means bayyinul adawa. His animosity and his hate towards us is crystal clear, brothers. Shaitan la ya'lu jahda juhdan. Shaitan doesn't hold back in misguiding the ones who obeyed Allah. So what can what is going to happen is 
he's going to make his brothers to do, to do something very bad to Yusuf. He's going to beautify for them something very evil. And then this is going to happen to them. Some scholars, they mentioned that Yusuf did tell them the dream. Some of the ulama, they mentioned that Nabila Yusuf, he went and he told them the dream. He was very young, young boy. He shared his dream with his brothers. And that's why they planned against him. So the Prophet Yaqub, what he was fearing happened. And this teaches us a very important lesson, brothers and sisters, which is how many times have we said, oh, my parents were right. They got it right. I was wrong. I should have listened to them. I should have done what they said. How many times have we seen ourselves in that situation? So parents, a lot of the times are like that. They are aware of more things than us. And now not to mention Yaqub alayhi salam. Yaqub alayhi salam. He is a prophet from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Allah then says, وَكَذَلِكَ يَجْتَبِيكَ رَبُّكَ وَيُعَلِّمُكَ مِنْ تَأْوِيلِ الْأَحَادِيثِ وَيُتِمُّ نِعْمَتَهُ عَلَيْكَ وَعَلَىٰ أَهْلِ يَعْقُوبَ كَمَا أَتَمَّا عَلَىٰ أَبَوَيْكَ مِنْ قَبْلُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْعَاقِ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ Allah is informing us here, okay, subhanahu wa ta'ala, about the statement of Yaqub to his son. Okay, Yaqub is still talking to his son. He's saying to him, the way Allah has chosen you. What does it mean? The kaf in kadalika is kaf is called harfu tashbih. It's like mithl. What he's saying is mithl hadal ijtibah. The choose, like this choosing and this yani, choosing that you've been chosen is a what? You've been chosen like this by your Lord by making you, yani making your dream uh, the uh, the 11 kawakib and the sun and the moon all prostrating for you. Like this, like the, what you saw in the dream is like your choosing, it's similar to your choosing. It is similar to you being chosen, okay? Uh, and it shows that Allah has chosen you, Yusuf. That's what he said to him. Allah is going to choose you. And Allah is going to teach you min ahadith. Allah is going to teach you, Yusuf, min Allah is going to teach you how to interpret the dreams. Interpretation of the the dreams, Allah is going to teach you that, subhanahu wa ta'ala. That you're going to know the manamat, the dreams that the people have. And telling the people that their dream, what is it going to lead to? That's what's going to happen. And Allah is going to complete his blessing onto you. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the blessing here that's being referred to here is Allah is going to make you a prophet. And also Allah is going to give you riyasa, leadership. 
And that's not common amongst all prophets. All prophets don't become, they don't become prophets and leaders. Becoming a prophet and a leader, it doesn't happen for all prophets. Like a Yusuf, Allah is going to complete his blessing on you. By what? By making you a prophet. Okay? And also by making you a leader. By making you a leader. The way that he completed the prophecy onto who? As he bestowed it upon. And he made him a leader. Your fathers. The father here is um, Ibrahim and Ishaq. Ibrahim is Khalilul Rahman. And the son of Ibrahim were two, right? He had Ismail and Ishaq. He then, um, Yusuf is from Ishaq. And Nabiullah Muhammad is from Ismail, Nabiullah Muhammad. So the granddad here are two. Jaddul A'la. And Jaddul Adna, granddad and great granddad, is Hakan Ibrahim. Allah, the way He blessed those two prophets, Ibrahim and Ishaq, and He bestowed upon them prophecy, and He made them leaders, He's going to do the same for you. Ishaq is not. The one that Ibrahim was called, was commanded to slaughter. It wasn't him. It wasn't Ishaq. When Ibrahim was commanded to slaughter his son, it wasn't Ishaq, it was Ismail. It was Ismail. And Ibn Kathir, here he responds to it. He says, It's not the strong opinion. It's not the right opinion. It's Ismail. Inna rabbaka alimun hakim. Your Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alim. He has vast knowledge, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hakimun. Allah wa ta'ala is do hikam. He's full of wisdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Complete wisdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it be al-hikam al-kawni, the universal whether it be al-hikam al-shari, the legislative, and whether it be al-hikam al-jaza'i, the repercussion and the rulings that he passed, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Kathir here, he says, inna rabbaka alimun hakimun, here means, ayhu Allah is a'lamu haythu yaj'alu risalata. Allah knows who he's going to make a prophet. He knows who he's going to choose to make a prophet and who he's going to select. Benefits that we've taken from this. The benefits that we've taken from this so far. The first benefit that we've taken from those verses that we've covered is the Prophet was told to, can you all hear me? Can you all hear me? 
the first benefit that we take is Nabi Muhammad was instructed and he was told وسلم, to inform his ummah about Yusuf and his father and his brothers and that which took place with them. The second benefit that we benefit from it is that there is something called dream interpretation. It does exist. It's not a fallacy. It is not a mistaken belief to believe in dreams and the interpretations of dreams. Because of the ayah, it qala Yusuf li abiyya abati, inni ra'aytu ahada ashara kawkaba, wa shamsa wal qamara, ra'aytu misli sajideen. And also the ayah, wa ma ja'alna al-ru'ya allati araynaka illa fitnatan linnasi, surah al-Isra. And also in surah al-Anfal, idh yurikahum allahu fi manamika qalila. And in surah al-Safat, ya bunayya, inni ara fi al-manami anni azbahuka. All of those verses, what do they show? They all show that there is something called dreams. And our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she told us, the first, the first way in which the revelation started was with what? It started with a ru'a. A good dream. The Prophet never saw a dream except that it, it was like a falak subh. It happened, it occurred. Also, the Prophet وسلم, he said to us in a hadith, the dreams are three types. A dream from Allah, and a ru'ya from the person, and a ru'ya min shaytani, a dream from the shaytan. Also, the Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ar-Ru'ya min Allah. The dreams are from Allah. Wal-Hulm min al-Shaytan. And a hulm is a bad dream. Fa'idha ra'a, which is a nightmare when you see a, a bad dream. Fa'idha ra'a ahadukum shay'an. If you see something bad in your dream, yakrahuhu, which you dislike and you're scared of, fal-yanfuth an yasarihi thalatha marratin. Spit in your left side. Three times. And seek refuge in Allah. Say, A'udhu Billah, A'udhu Billah. Three times, it will never harm you. It will never, it will never harm you. Okay? Also, the Prophet um, he informed us that it's good, that if your dream is good, to tell the people. But who should you tell? It is the person you love. Because Yusuf told his father, and that's someone he loves. You can tell your good dream to the person you love. And that's the famous hadith, and Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim both narrated in hadith Abi Qadada. If you see that which you love, a person you love. But if you see that which you dislike, go towards your left side, and blow like that. And don't tell anyone about your bad dream. It won't harm you. The fourth benefit that we take, the third one was that there's some, there is 
uh, the concept of ilmu al-ru'a. I, I, I brought evidences from the Quran, and I also even brought evidences from the Sunnah. Now, the fourth benefit that we've taken so far from those verses that we took is that the al-kawakib that were mentioned in the, uh, the ayah, al-kawakib that were al-ahad ashar, that were eleven. They are ibaratun an ikhwati. They are referring to his brothers, his eleven brothers. And the sun and the moon are referring to his mother and father. The mother is the sun and the father is the moon. Okay. Number five. And by the way, some of the scholars they took from that that Nabiullah Yaqub's house was a house that represented stars and a moon and a sun. His wife was a righteous woman. Okay, she was a righteous woman. She was a sun. He represented representing that. And he's what? I mentioned the third benefit was the third benefit which was the permissibility of telling your dream to the person who's closest to you. And the fourth one, inshallah ta'ala, is that the house of Yaqub consisted of 11 stars, the sun and the moon, and this was to show that this house was a bayt to khayrin wa huda, a house of good and guidance, which iman and light was gushing from it. Okay, number five, which is Anna Sududa Attahiyah was permissible for the early people. It was allowed for the early people for them to do it. Okay, and that it was something permitted and legislated in the early text. But it's not permissible in our, in our religion. You're not allowed to. Okay. Number six. Yaqub prohibited Yusuf alayhi salam and he warned him to tell this dream to his brothers. He warned him of it. Okay. Because he was scared that they might have jealousy towards him and they plan a plot against him. That's why he said, which shows your close relatives, your brothers and your sisters. And your loved ones can actually plan against you and plot against you to cause harm to you sometimes. The people you trusted the most, the people you believed in the most can sometimes harm you the most. And that some people always believe, how could you have done this? You are my brother, you are my sister. But the truth of the matter is, inna shaytan insani mubin. that shaytan is a clear enemy to mankind. Okay? He is. Also, the seventh benefit that we take from it is that Yusuf, the way he was addressed by his father, Yaqub السلام, the way he chose to address his son Yusuf, by saying, Ya Bunaya, which is a, a manner that we should all learn when we address our children. We use good words for them. Daddy, sweetheart, princess, these terms that we use for our children, good words that they hear from us. Talatuf, gentleness. Number eight. 
you shouldn't tell your dream to a person that you don't find love and yani, you fear evil from them. You shouldn't tell them not only your dream, but you shouldn't also tell them any good news that's coming to you. If your wife is having a child, don't tell this person. Don't tell this person. Tell only the one you love. Number nine, what we take from this is that it's permissible to conceal the blessings of Allah that is being given to you. You're allowed to. You're allowed to conceal the blessings that Allah has given you, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you've attained from Him. And the tenth, inshallah ta'ala, is that Ya'qub alayhi salam, he knew the interpretation of the dream and the good news that was in it. And after that, he prohibited it from his son to convey it. Also, the benefit that we take from this is the animosity, adawatu shaytan. Adawatu shaytan. Shaytan is a clear enemy of ours. Adawa bayina zahira. Inna shaytana lil insani adu mubin. Since he's an enemy like that to us, we should take him as an enemy. And that shaytan, he's what? He strives to bring corruption between loved ones, brothers and sisters, wife and husband, children and their parents. He'll do that. That's what he wants. He wants to see division and disunity. Also, the benefit that we take from it is Yusuf is a prophet from Allah. That Yusuf, he is a prophet from Allah. Allah chose him. Because of the ayah, which we mentioned, it means Allah chose you, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, brothers and sisters, the granddad, he can also be referred to as an ab. You can call your granddad ab, daddy. You can. Ibrahim is a granddad for Yusuf. Okay? Yusuf alayhi salam, his father is uh, Yaqub, but Ishaq and Ibrahim are his granddads. Granddad and great granddad. And Allah ta'ala referred to your two fathers and that's and it is permissible for you to call your granddad dad your dad's dad you can call him dad and his dad you can call him dad okay and that it doesn't go against the ayah also what we take from it is allah ta'ala has infinite knowledge and infinite wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala Thank 
قالوا ليوسف وأخوه أحب إلى أبينا منا ونحن عفة إن أبانا لفي ضلال مبين اقتلوا يوسف أو اطرحوه أرضا يخل لكم وجوابيكم وتكونوا من بعده قوما صالحين قال قائل منهم لا تقتلوا يوسف وألقوه في غيابة الجب يلتقطوا بعد السيارة إن كنتم فاعلين قالوا يا أبانا كما لا قالوا يا أبانا ما لك لا تأمنا على يوسف وإن إنا له لناصحون أرسله معنا غدا يرتع ويلعب وإنا له لحافظون قال إني ليحزنني أن تذهبوا به وأخاف أن يأكله الذئب وأنتم عنه غافلون قالوا لإنك له الذئب ونحن عصبة إنا إذا لخاسرون فلما ذابوا به وأجمعوا أن يجعلوا في غيابة الجب وأوحينا إليه لتنبئنهم بأمرهم هذا وهم لا يشعرون Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, he says, لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي يُوسُفَ وَإِخْوَتِهِ آيَاتٌ لِسَائِرِينَ Ibn Kathir, he recited it as ayah. He read it as a mufrad. Okay? He read it بالإفراد. He said, آيات, he didn't read it like that, Ibn Kathir. لكن the Baqoon, the other remaining Qurra, they read it as آياتٌ بالجمل. Allah here is saying, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the story, of Nabiullah Yusuf, there's a lesson, khibar. Okay, I think the time is finished. The time has finished. Uh, it is the time is finished. So we'll carry on tomorrow, inshallah ta'ala. We'll carry on tomorrow from here, bi al-kareem. I'll take your questions, inshallah ta'ala, today. Uh, anyone who has any questions, uh, inshallah ta'ala, bi uh, kareem ask. Asiya, Jazakallah khairan for reading. May Allah bless you. The people make dua for, for Asiya. That Allah ta'ala makes her finish the Quran from Surah to Yusuf. She's in right now. You're in Surah to Yusuf, sah? So she's in Surah to Yusuf, from Surah to Nas to Surah to Yusuf. And she wants everyone to make her dua, inshallah ta'ala. So please make dua for her. Hayyif. Fadl, any questions? Do you have a question, Asya? Why? Why was the dad telling them? Why was the Why was the brothers gonna um hurt Yusuf if he tells them the dream? So why was the brothers going to hurt Yusuf if he told them the dream? Huh? Hasad and jealousy. Hasad is a very bad thing. So they didn't like that Yusuf was special. He had some special things Allah gave him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, so they wanted to take that away from Yusuf, alayhi salam. So, so, so they want 
الشمس اندقامن اولف تكواتو يسجدون لهم مستبوسو اي نعم they wanted the kawakib, the shamsu, the qamar, and everything. They wanted it to prostrate for them and not for Yusuf alayhi salam. Correct, sahih. Anyone else have a question? Salaam alaykum, Shaykh. Why is the sun the father and the moon is the mother? No, the sun, the, 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 sorry, the sun is the mother and the moon is the father. And what the, does the, doesn't the ayah not say, show Share to the good news you have. Hey, now share it to anybody you don't fear anything from. Okay, anyone you don't fear. But if someone you fear, they might do something harmful to you. They don't tell them. So the ayah is general and the hadith is specific. Hey, now please explain why the mother is the sun and the father is the the moon. The reason for why the sun is the mother, the sun is the mother. And the father is the moon. There was a call I read. I, I will, I'll, I'll get that call and I'll read it for you guys, inshallah. I will get that call and I'll read it on you guys, inshallah. I just don't want to misquote it. Because the mom is more better than the dad. Yes, the mother is better than the dad. So that's why the shams is the mom. The shams is the mother and the moon is the father. Mm. That's why. It could be. It could be possible. Hey, let's take questions from other people, okay? I see. Hey, anyone else have any questions? Is that if I stay up all night and do ibadah, then sleep after fajr, wake up around 11 a.m., is it okay or is or it's a waste of Ramadan? Please advise. If you're going to stay up all night with ibadah, uh, you're going to stay up with ibadah, then that's fine, inshallah. That time you mentioned, it's fine. Inshallah. How to know if a dream is good? How, how would you know if a dream is good because something good is what you saw in the dream? No. How many days did it take for Yusuf to get out of the well? We haven't got to that yet. Muhammad Ibn Daniel, we still haven't got to that, inshallah. We're going to get to that soon. Ustad, did you find those missing benefits? No, I didn't find it. Uh, I did not find it. And uh, no, I didn't find it. Uh, does it also mean we can call our grandmother's mothers? Yes, you can. Are there dreams that are not good or bad? Just regular dreams. No, those are just, those are just the, yani, yani the ones you generally forget. Okay. Uh, uh, so no, that's not the case. May Allah bless and guide Why was, huh? why was they angry if he was not there? Why would they be jealous about that? Why would they be jealous of Yusuf? Um, jealousy is, is what shaitan places in people's hearts. He sometimes whispers to them and makes this person feel 
I want to take this away from someone. Alhamdulillah, you don't feel it now. That's why you can't understand it. That you don't have jealousy towards someone. Like in some people, their nafs is not good. Their nafs is not good. They have an evil nafs. So when they see someone having something good, instead of saying, Allahumma barik, oh Allah, increase it for them, and oh Allah, give it to me, what they say is, oh Allah, take it away from them and give it to me. And the worst form of hasad is the ones who say, oh Allah, take it from the person. Don't even give it to me if you want to, but take it away from them. That's the worst type of hasad. And some people are that bad and they have that in their hearts that they can't see other people yeah, and they reach somewhere high. A question was asked about recitation of uh, Surah Al-Kaf on Friday. You mentioned that the part where it stated uh, specific to Friday was not authentic and the virtues are applicable to any day of the week. What is the reason for the Friday part not being authentic? I read that Sheikh Al-Albani has classified many of those hadiths related to being on Friday as Sahih. Yes, don't worry, inshallah ta'ala, when we're going to do Surah Al-Kaf after Surah Yusuf, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to be talking about the hadith at the beginning. How can you advise someone who has severe waswas in everything, including having waswas in thinking that they are not sincere? So this question of the waswas, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to be talking about it. In a great, like in great details, inshallah ta'ala, it's a topic I really want to talk about it in great details, I don't want to give it a quick answer uh, and a short answer, but I want to give it a detailed response, inshallah ta'ala. Okay? Um, may Allah preserve you all brothers and sisters It is quite late uh, This side of the world um, It was an honor teaching you guys all I'll see you guys tomorrow as, uh, Again inshallah Tomorrow If everybody can just be online 9.30 sharp So we can start straight away Because I really want to finish Surah to Yusuf Before the first 15 days Okay And then I can start Surah to Kahfi I don't want to fall behind on schedule And so far it's looking that uh, that way so i i really want to make sure i finish surah to yusuf and i finish surah to kahf allah bless you all brothers and sisters and shower his never ending mercy onto you guys barakallahu feekum uh khayran anyone who has the notes has written the notes share your notes with your brothers and sisters the reward that you get are immense inshallah ta'ala barakallahu feekum wa jazakumullahu khayran